Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! If I had one of those, um, Karen, if I had one of those, mm-hmm. one of those things. I don't know. Blower things? Blower thing. Yeah. I would do it, but I don't. Happy New Year to you, Katie. I hope that 2024 is wonderful. Me too. I think it will be, right? I feel like in my head, the stress level goes down. It's supposed to go down mm. every year that you're a mom, right? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. if Is that true? I don't know. I just made that up. I do find myself um, – I think this is – I hate to say this, I th- but I think this might be true. You know when your kids are um, like newborns and you're like, oh, man, like it's going to be so much easier like once they're like sleeping through the night. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, like maybe you're like breastfeeding and you're trying to wean and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, it's going to be so much better like once we're like mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. nursing. And then like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you're like, it's going to be so much better like once my kid's in preschool and like kindergarten. Yeah. I do think – the stress stays the same. You just start worrying about mm-hmm. different things. Does that I, make sense? It does. I do think I've heard through the rumor mill okay. that there is a sweet spot. Which is? In between the little, little years and the teenage years. Okay. Like, I think, like, I don't know, 8 to 11 Okay. where they're way more self-sufficient, mm-hmm. um, but they're not teenager yet. Okay. I think I think that's going to be glorious. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got uh, a couple more years. I only have like, I don't know, three more years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, you know, I was reminiscing last New Year's. I know. We were together. I know. We were. This year I'm working. I am as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ringing mm-hmm. in the old New Year. We should mention that we are recording this. Uh, before New Year's. Before New Year's. Um, so we're, uh, we'll are we we'll have both but worked on New Year's Day. Yep. Yep. Um. But it was just, and if you work in the news business or you work in a business that works despite holidays, you know this. It just kind of depends on where where it falls, what mm-hmm. day of the week it falls on. And last year was so amazing because we both, it was like a weird, I think January 1st was a Sunday. Oh. So, so the holiday was. So we did, I don't know. For some reason, I worked Monday, which was January 2nd, okay. and I think you were off. But we, anyway, long story short, we got to spend New Year's Eve yes. together at, yes. at uh, the lake with our kiddos. I know, it was really and fun. And neither of us had to wake up at 2 a.m. You it know what's wonderful. actually scary is that feels like that was last week, not last year. Mm. Isn't Doesn't time go by? It's a very finicky thing. It is. Uh, yeah, so here we are. New year, new us. Uh, I feel like same us, but <laughs> yes, perhaps new, perhaps. 
Um, let's get into this first article. Okay. Is that your segue yes, there? Like, let's, let's, let's just, just, skip, just jump skip right, right in. Through. Skip We're right jumping through. into the new year. This one is from krqe.com. And um, gentle parenting can be really hard on parents, new research suggests. Are you a gentle parent? If so, chances are good that just like your children, you need a nap. So it starts out with what is gentle parenting? Um, because I think there's a couple of different definitions, but this article sort of weighs, narrows it down to gentle parenting is a way of being and a mindset set with an emphasis on your child's feelings. But does it mean no yelling, no punishment? How is it different from other established approaches to parenting? Is it good for kids? Equally important, is it good for parents? So that's what this article tries to um, answer. answer here. Mm-hmm. So they surveyed about 100 parents across the country uh, with at least one child between the ages of two and seven. And when some of them, some of these parents identified as gentle parents. Um, and those who identified as gentle parents were almost all white and highly educated The one diverse aspect of their profile was their age. Folks who were gentle parents ranged in age from 32 to 51. So that includes both Gen Xers and millennials there, by the Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Um, So they said, I thought the most interesting part of this article is basically people who are gentle parents are sometimes reacting to how they were raised um, and they want to be the opposite of that. So people Mm -hmm. who are gentle parents think that their childhood was confrontational reactive, um, and now they are trying to be affectionate, conscious, accepting, and, of course, gentle. The one thing, though, overall with all of these folks, when they asked them, um, how, like, how do they feel about being a gentle parent? Like, how do they think their parenting is going? They all kind of said that they were struggling, that they feel out of control. Um, these are quotes here. They were hanging on for dear life. I try to be gentle, but it can be challenging work. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing half the time, <laughs> which I yes, I feel like all of that. Um, and again, you know, a secondary theme of gentle parenting among parents they surveyed here was about validating their kids' big feelings. And the writer here says, picture having a meltdown at the mall and validating those feelings and being able to, you know, stay in control while your kid is out of control during that meltdown. Yeah. The other thing that they mentioned, which I thought was interesting, that uh, of the people they talked to, there were they really saw two problems kind of across the board that the folks that they talked to brought up on their own. This wasn't like a question mm-hmm. that they asked, but everybody seemed to say the same thing. They don't have the family or friend support that they feel like they need. Mm -hmm. Their village is just not there. And they feel incompetent. Well, maybe they don't have that village that they need because it sounds like their own childhood was, like, not very nice. And they are not, you know, they're not spending time around their Well, I think, I don't know. I, I would think maybe less that. I don't think these people are saying my childhood was terrible and traumatic and I was abused or something. I think they're just talking about... In general, I feel like a lot of us do feel like we were raised differently than we're raising our children, right? Like kind of different. I I guess so. I think that maybe. But I think there are some people in this study, I mean, who are raising their kids like that. Like they thought that they that worked, whatever Mm -hmm. that was. Mm -hmm. And like I took it away. um, 
the theme here was within these parents' responses who do gentle parenting that they would do a better job parenting than their own parents did with them. My approach to parenting is to do the opposite of my parents. No spanking or physical punishment. So I don't, right. to me, these sounds like I childhoods that were not totally great. pleasant. Yeah, not great. I don't know. It's just an interesting response. And it made me wonder, like, what would that be about gentle parenting that you mm-hmm. didn't, that, that in, like, in general to me, no matter what kind of parent you are, when I look around, I feel like a lot of my friends don't have that village that perhaps are mm-hmm. like other generations did. Right, right. So I thought it was interesting that it's especially stood out with gentle parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. minutia here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did like the quote, I'm hanging on for dear life. Yes. I, I know like that's very true. Yeah, I think I think that um, I think that, you know. Also, one other thing, I didn't realize gentle parenting had been around since the '30s, and it's kind of waxed and waned. I guess. I guess. Since well, you then. know, you there's been you. We have talked about this before. There's been all sorts of parenting techniques. There was like a point sure. in time when people would be like, "Don't hug your kid because mm-hmm. it's going to make them, you know, dependent on you and emotional." Like I, I just. It's just uh, gentle parenting in particular is so, I feel like, trending right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it had, like, had a previous life. Right. You sure. know, almost 100 years ago now. I guess, to me, um, sometimes I'm like, this article, I feel like, is a little bit um, critical of gentle parenting. If I'm just being mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. if you read it, maybe you feel differently. And I think it's interesting that it's critical because, to me... Why wouldn't, doesn't it make sense to not, like, if your kid is having a meltdown and, like, out of control, wouldn't you always want to try to, like, your plan would be to stay in control mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Va- you know, to a certain extent, like, validate, mm-hmm. hey, like, I get it, you're, like, angry about the Whatever. candy, but I'm going to stay in control. Like, that, to me, that seems, like, less about, like, a parenting strategy and more just about, I don't know, like, a Common human sense. strategy. Yeah. yeah. I think yes. I, I think that that's true, Katie. But I think that a lot of people associate gentle parenting with not disciplining. I see. Well, right. I think that I think I think that there. I think that it depends. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that there is some correlation there. I think that some people think, okay, my child is throwing a huge tantrum. I'm going to take them aside and say it's okay to have these feelings. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Whereas other parents, mostly in previous generations, would say, no, it's completely unacceptable to throw this tantrum. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to you about your feelings. This is not okay. Yeah. You're going to go take a time out. You know, or whatever. I'm just using that as an example. But I think that that's where – I think you're right. And I think that the good news is I feel like most parents are much more attentive to our responses these days because of the gentle parenting movement, whether you necessarily do it or not. But I do think that some critics might say we're being too easy on the kids, Mm -hmm. right? They're making poor choices, having tantrums, having meltdowns, and we're kind of letting it go Mm -hmm. rather than putting our foot down. I think that's what people of the older generation might say. Yeah, but I don't think that's, I know, and I don't, and I don't know, and I'm not saying, trust me, I like try to practice gentle parenting, and it's hard to keep your cool. It is. It totally is. It's totally, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if people are struggling, it's because, like, (laughs) I think it's human nature to, like, kind of, when somebody is being so irrational as only kids can be, Mm -hmm. it is hard. It's hard. so hard. To keep your emotions in Mm -hmm. check. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But again, to me, these are like kind of like life rules as well. Like, these are things that this is these are ways that you should probably react to like all humans in your right, life, like right, not right. just your kids. And I don't think, and again, that that they don't talk about like the I don't think so anyway in this article, like the dis, the, the disciplinary, disciplinary part. Yeah, right, right. But I think you're right. I think that has been one of the and but I don't think that's necessarily like a tenant of mm-hmm. gentle mm-hmm. parenting, is mm-hmm. it? Well, I think that you depends on how you interpret it. I think, it. and yeah. I do, but I do think overall there's yeah. less discipline, less timeouts, right. no spanking, you know, things like that. That I do think there's more, or I guess I should say less of that yeah. than tradition. I don't know if you'd call it traditional, the older version, whatever the other versions yes. of parenting yes. are. Yes, old school, we'll call it right. Old school parenting, but right? Anyway, there's. It's just. Um, I think one takeaway is just that. Um, when you are trying, like you said, when you are trying to deal with your child's irrational behavior and you're trying to stay calm, it's so hard. It's and I think so just hard. saying that out loud and knowing that there's, as this research and article shows, many other parents are right there with you saying, look, yeah, we're struggling. This is really hard to do. Yeah. Um, not saying that it's not worth it, perhaps, or not saying that it's not the right thing to do, but it's tough. Yeah. You know. Well, and I think there's room here to incorporate other parenting styles. I mean, right? right. Like, I don't oh, think yeah, it yeah. has to be, like, black or white. Sure. You know? Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, being a parent, no matter your parenting style, I kind of yeah, think being hard. a parent is hard, regardless. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Mom's the word. Do you have um, uh, I do. something to help us get through this parenting? Uh, or perhaps no. not, yeah. Like, for sure not. <laughs> but, again, I have something that might make your face feel good. Uh, this is our mom, mom, mom's the mom. word. We have some tips and tricks that you might appreciate as a parent or a mom or just a human. Yeah. Um, this one is uh, comes from Honest Beauty, which is like okay. that Jessica Alba mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are makeup remover facial wipes. They're plant-based. I use them to take my makeup off, uh, like my nasty TV makeup off. I use them to, you know, like as I, I keep them in my purse, I use them for like hands. I just like them. I think that they're better for your face than some of those other makeup wipes. Okay. I'm, I've tried quite a few. Yeah. And they're for a three pack on Amazon, they're $18.99. One pack is $7.59. I think That's you, not bad. yeah, you like the honest brand, right? Don't you use something I do. else? I yeah. do. I use for the kids some stuff from them. Yeah. yeah I like Yeah. It. I mm-hmm. like them. So I would recommend these if you're kind of in the in the market for some uh makeup remover facial wipes. But they don't, it doesn't just have to be makeup. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Anything. Yeah. I love it. Um, this next article is from CNN Health. Okay. Jennifer Garner lets her kids experience benign neglect. Here's why you should too. I love that. Okay, so she's saying she's kind of the opposite of a helicopter mom. She wants them to live their lives, their their own lives. They can do their thing. You know, she doesn't want to be watching over every every little thing. And it gets into how 
that type of mentality of being a helicopter mom can instill what they call in this article learned helplessness, which I thought was interesting. Basically, the idea that your children will turn to you for every little thing, even if it's something that they could do themselves Mm -hmm. because they just get so dependent on Mm -hmm. you. Um, And she says that the opposite of that, what she supports, is just letting, of course, not to the point of being unsafe, but letting them kind of navigate things on their own. Um, Alone time can often mean creativity, independence, problem solving. Um, And so she talks about how you can just she feels like, take a step back. Mm -hmm. I think that these comments um, drew some controversy. Oh, really? Yeah. People thinking, oh, Jennifer Garner's, you know, saying you just like, let them go, do what they want to do. But, you know, this article is kind of defending that and saying, look, she's not putting them in an unsafe situation. She's just suggesting that we don't necessarily have to be doing everything for our kids all the time right on top of them, as perhaps some people may think. And she says their lives are their their own. She said, I'm not trying to live their life, and I don't mind that they see that I love mine. And this article talks about that, you know, sometimes people feel like you have to be a martyr to be a parent Mm -hmm, or a mm -hmm. mom. Um, And it kind of takes the value out of your life, right? If, If, like, it's like your kids' lives are more valuable than, like, the mom's life, you know, which... You know, when you are a mom, I think you sometimes you certainly feel that way, right? Like your kid's life seems much more important than your life. Right. But it's not necessarily true. And it's like if your life's not valuable and important and it's not worth like doing things to promote your own life and loving your own life, like why would a kid want to be an adult or a parent? Like, man, mm-hmm. that makes like adulthood mm-hmm. and parenthood mm-hmm. like who wants to sign up for that? Right. You know, so it's like also just a good way for your kids To see that, hey, like, you can enjoy life as an adult, as a parent. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay Mm -hmm. to, like, have a good life and enjoy your own life. You don't have to dedicate every minute and second to your your kid's life, right? Yeah. And and the other thing they talk about is, um, I think that's totally true. But I I also think, you know, and I see this, uh, um, a lot of times I feel like, okay, we're home from school. What are we going to do next? And... I feel like the hard part for me is you need to have an activity or something. You need to be present. You need to be there for something if they need it. But also there are times when they come up with some weird game on their own and do whatever. I don't know what they're playing, spies, house, I don't know. But they just are off in a room doing something and it's great. I know. And and you don't have to. And because I think you're the same way, we're planners. We right. want to have everything scheduled out. And sometimes I'll be thinking, okay, today we're going to do X, Y, Z. And then they get in this mode where they don't need me. And you just let it go, right? You let it go as long as, as they'll do it and as long as everyone's getting along. Um, but it is this interesting dynamic of sometimes when you take a step back, glorious things happen with your children. And they will, I think, appreciate that time that you're not there and really figure things out. I know. I find myself sometimes because wherever we get home from school and um, I'll be, you know, unpacking her backpack, like looking at her homework, like, you know, washing out her lunch, whatever. And like sometimes she's like, mom, play with me. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? But there are other times 
when like like 20 minutes have gone by and like River will be in her room yeah. playing with her unicorns or do whatever. And I'm actually like you you're so programmed. Like I'm tempted to go back to her room and be like, okay, like how's how are things going? Like what are you what's next? And yeah. I like have to keep myself from yeah. like walking back yeah. the hallway because mm-hmm. you're like, no, no. Like she's doing her thing mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. she does not need me. This article says there are two steps here to sort of um benign neglect, if you will. The one is setting up an environment so that they can succeed, like giving them the tools. So you know, if like it means like, hey, they're not going to go to summer camp, make sure they have some like crap like you've set out. You've bought the craft tools mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. or the paper and the markers or, you know, whatever. You were saying for the nutcracker, you packed oh, mm-hmm. thing, you know, coloring books. Yeah. Coloring mm-hmm. books like, you know, set them up for success. You right, are a parent. Right. Then the second is. Is like you can out tell them that if they need you, You're you there. are mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And then obviously there are times when you really need to immediately step in, like a bullying situation, right. like that kind of thing. There are times when like kids should not fend for themselves. So, I mean, I feel like unfortunately for me in the state of my life, whether I want to or not, I'm already doing this. Because sure. <laughs> and you know, there's just times when. You know, somebody will come up or three people will come up to me and need something. And I'm like, okay, you can do that on your own. You don't need me. I'm cooking dinner. You, yes, I'll open that real quick. You, yes, you can do that on your own. Go back to it. I think that's the danger of having an only child, to be totally honest, is because, like, I don't have the excuse of, like, there's somebody Somebody else else. who, like, seriously. Like, in fact, one of the things that's been making me kind of batty and I've been really trying to, you know, River will get in a car line and she can buckle her own Mm seatbelt. But instead, she'll like kind of fumble. You know, it's a little bit of a struggle, like just the Mm -hmm. car seat that Mm -hmm. she's in and and all of that. And instead, sometimes she'll be like, Mom, I can't. Can you do this? And I'm like, girl, you have got to to, Mm -hmm. like, could I Mm -hmm. lean back and buckle it? I could. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're five. Like, buckle your seatbelt because you know what's annoying is now it's cold here in North Carolina and I like want you just to be able to get in the car and buckle your own Mm -hmm. seatbelt so like when I'm putting you in the car when we're going someplace at home I'm not like standing out there buckling your seatbelt like you're right you're five you Mm -hmm. know but it is like it's just it's something that I'm really learning and struggling to do the other thought thing that I thought was a really good tip in here is it said either be absolutely present or absent I mean obviously like barring like they you can't leave the house. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. You, you can't actually leave and be absent. Yeah. You can't go, like, drinking or something with your friends and leave <laughs> oh, the child. Oh, you can't? Wait, no, what? That's, oh. that's not allowed. Oh, okay. Um, no, but I do think it's a good point. I think so often, I know I do this, let me just send one more email while I'm helping you with your homework. Let me, da, 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 and you're trying to do too many things at once. I think it's really good advice to say, look, you need me right yeah. now. I'm going to put everything else aside and be with you and help you. Okay, now's the time that you got to figure it out on your own. Go play. Mommy's got to do X, Y, Z. Uh, I like that idea of not – of because I do feel like I'm always juggling so many things of just being present with your children or doing the other things. All in or done. all out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So no no in, in between mind. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This last article, I love this. It's a, it's a, it's short. Um, yeah, it's, it's a quick read. It's Her View from Home. And it's titled The Room That Built Me. And it's just a writer talking about just recently um, she stumbled upon a photo of her room that she had when she was a teenager, Mm -hmm. the early 2000s, decorated with – this is before Pinterest and social media. Um, The room is decorated with magazines taped all over the walls, proudly displayed gaudy wallpaper, an out-of-place blanket, and random trinkets. None of the furniture matched, and it didn't matter. When she was looking at this picture, she thought about – you know, the VHS movies she watched there, the tears she cried over high school drama, the times I rearranged everything whenever I got bored, the times she had sleepovers there. 
Um, memories I will never get back, but shape me all the same. Before I had a house to call my own, I had a room. And to me, it was perfect, not only because it was mine, but because of all the memories we shared. And if you're able to go to the show notes and just click on this article so you can see there's a snapshot of her mm-hmm. room. And if you're like, I don't know, if you're a, if you're a millennial, if you're you, about our age. Yeah. Like you will be, you're, you'll be like right there. Cause it'll look just like, I mean, it looks just like my room. Yes. When I was, uh, when I was a teenager. It also makes me kind of, it's a breath of fresh air that, yeah, like my furniture didn't match. My house wasn't perfect. My room wasn't perfect. It just was kind of a nice reminder that we can all kind of take everything down a notch. Yeah. We turned out fine. And, you know, I, I don't think it has to always be as picture perfect as we would like to think it has to be, right? Um, it did start making me think about the things, you know, it just takes you back to that time in your life, which seems so long ago. I had bunk beds for a oh, while. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I had a day bed with a, like a trundle, trundle over mm-hmm. and underneath. Yeah. I switched rooms, you know, I you you and your sister were closer in age, so may not have had to deal with this, but being the youngest of three, it was like every time somebody went off to college, I got like bumped up another room, oh. you know, like I got the bigger room. Um, that came with their furniture or whatever. So I, I did, I'm thinking of the, the room I was in last before I went to college. Uh-huh. I did have bed, bunk beds. I do remember the, one of the funniest memories, I think, in my room during my teenage years. I had, I don't know if I've told you this. I may have told you this. What? I had a really bad haircut hmm. in high school. Like, no. I think it was... I don't know, sophomore or junior year. That's like a pivotal part of your high school life. It was probably the worst time possible to get a bad haircut. Did you know it was bad? Yeah, I I don't know what I was thinking, but I said, I want to go cut my hair really short. And I went and got literally a bowl cut. Okay. It's really bad. I mean, I think shaved in the back. Like really, really bad. And I'll never forget my best friend... Came in my room. She, I was like waiting in my room, you know, I was in my room and I remember she got to the house and came up the stairs, you know, to my room. And I remember her face when she saw me and was like, oh, wow. Even then she it knew. It looks great. You know, she was trying to be nice, but I was, I already knew it was really bad. And just that, I don't know, there's that, like, exchange I will never forget. And it just was right there in that teenage room. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, oh, gosh. Like, she cannot even lie about how bad this is. How bad it is. Yeah. It was bad. I might have to, like, see if I can find a picture and post it I would like on to our see a social because it was really bad. Um, but, yeah, just those things that yeah. you just, you know, and it makes you think about all those things you worried about and wondered about. So my room, I don't know why my mother let me do this. She let me paint the walls. Like I'm wearing a, a like Pepto-Bismol oh, pink. pink sweater wow. right now. Like this color, like legit. I'm not oh, exaggerating. Wow. I don't like what I wouldn't. I mean, it's funny because now yeah, you would never let River do that. I would that. never let River mm-hmm. do that. I would be like, have you lost your mind? But my mom was like very like, I don't, whatever. I don't care if that's what you like. As long as you're going to like leave me alone, like you can do whatever you want. Um. And just, like, all my, like, I was really into, like, um, theater. So I had, like, all the, like, Les Miserables, Phantom of the Opera, yeah. like, all those Broadway mm-hmm. musical posters. Oh, I had NSYNC posters. I, well, I think we've M- covered that much, before. Much different than your fancy yeah. Yeah. theater posters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, like, sort of, I was sort of dorky. But um, it's funny because now I sort of, if you walk into River's room right now, it's, like, a const- in constant state of, like, 
you know, whatever she got out of the magic box at school and whatever she like mm-hmm. the church craft that they did and like the card that one of her friends made her. Like it's just mm-hmm. like crafts from preschool. And it's funny because yeah. as I read this, I was like, this is like your as your kids start to get older, mm-hmm. it starts already happening. Like it's already just junk that's only important mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. But it's like mm-hmm. the artifacts of her life. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like. It's like this is her space and this is like mm-hmm. her room. And yeah, I don't know. I still I don't know about the I don't think I would let her paint the walls pink. No, I don't think you would. Would you? I, I, no, well, no, I don't know. Maybe. I know my mother would not have let us paint I, the walls pink. What was my mother thinking? I don't know. Yeah, we definitely. And my sister painted hers purple because that was, you know, oh, wow. like my favorite color was pink and hers was purple. Although I want to say hers was more like more reasonable, like a lavender color. Like an a, acceptable an ex- color to paint Yes. Room. Mm-hmm. This was not acceptable. Like the man mixing the paint, that paint must have been like, this person's what crazy. is happening? Yeah. 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 Um, interesting. Win of the week. You know, my wins are always like, are they a win? Are they not a win? I don't know. Um, but I'm going to take it as a win. Do it. Um, so Sam is just, oh gosh, he's at a really, really fun age. Mm-hmm. And he is repeating everything. He has a birthday coming up. He does. Mm-hmm. So Did you remember that? You just looked at it. Oh, well, I should say, as we're recording this, is his birthday will just happened. Will have just yes, happened. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's December 30th. So, yeah. yeah, right at the end of the year. Um, I didn't really realize until this year, I don't know why it took me so long, that I have, you know, one of my kids' birthdays is right around Thanksgiving and the other is right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And those are getting trickier yeah. as they get older. I think, you know, of course, when they're babies, it's like whatever. Um, anyway, long story short, he is repeating everything and watching everything so closely right mm-hmm. now. And which is, of course, both good and bad. But one of the things that I'm going to take as a win that I think is is good. So anytime, you know, I, I think he's just watched us and go through this. If any of the other kids or even me or Gregory has, if he can tell that they're emotional, somebody oh. falls, there's something that happens. He now, no matter who it is, immediately notices and says to whoever it is, hug him, hug Hug, and goes over and gives you a hug. And I'm hoping that's because he, I'm hoping I've got such wonderful parenting skills that he has seen me model. Right. So, you know, Henry's having a little bit of a hard time yes. with this. Is it your gentle parenting that he's it's picking gotta up It's got to be my gentle parenting. But I will, you know, say, do you need a hug? Yeah. You know, if, okay, you fell, you're, somebody took your toy, whatever, you're having an issue. Um, and so now it's always Sam. And it is the cutest thing because no matter what, who it is, Bennett, Ellery, anybody, he will instinctively right away notice that people are upset. It's almost like he can read your emotions yeah. older than he, like more than a, you know, two-year-old should and come over and Henry hug. Sam, it's send so me a hug. It's the sweetest Come on thing. over. It's the sweetest thing. I might thing. need a hug. Yeah. It's just funny to see those things that you don't realize they're picking up yeah. on and he's getting to that age yeah. where he's picking he's up getting on it, it and it's really really fun. So, well, happy birthday Sam. Happy New Year yes. to you. Hope everyone has a wonderful New Year. A good start to 2024 and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you moms. Thanks for listening.